tampo is when either you did something wrong or you didn't do something and then your wife or girlfriend is super pissed off and she gives you the silent treatment exactly she won't talk to you she won't even tell you what's wrong she won't tell you what you did and you end up spending like day or two days or i heard some people spend a whole week trying to figure out what's wrong you nailed it you nailed it some guys will start bringing them i guess what flowers or candy and like offerings of peace uh just to get just to get her to say something like anything yeah that's definitely filipina i mean uh yeah I, I can relate to that. Yes, that's a Filipino thing. Yeah, it's a Filipino thing. Welcome to Terrell Let's Talk Podcast, a show for Filipinos that keeps on giving. Kamusta? I'm your host, Belle. I'm Lynette. And ako naman si Mark. Join us every week as we give you insights into stories that we can all learn from. Ano pang hinihintay nyo? Tara, let's talk! Our episode for today is What to Expect When Marrying a Filipina. Basically, we're going to tackle the most common traits of the Filipina. I have my co-hosts with me, uh, Lynette. Hi, guys. Say hi. And um, I have Mabel with me, too. Say hi. (laughs) And uh, we have a a very special guest. This one is going to be like a very special episode because we will be getting to know more about our co-host in the eyes of her better half. Right. That's that's correct. That's correct. Kung kung gaano talaga siya ka special. How special she is. I'm so, the be- I'm the better half. Who is this? True. Is this? <laughs> your your friend your friend said I'm the better half. We need to record this and then save it somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Please welcome our yeah, guest. Yeah, I guess for today, it's Kevin. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Kevin is Bell's husband. <laughs> He's enjoying this moment. So, uh, a little background there on Kevin. Kevin grew up in Hawaii. So, aloha. Aloha. <laughs> and he later moved into the mainland. Kevin, where did you move? Uh, let's see. At first, I moved to... I went to... Uh, recruit training center in Great Lakes, Illinois, a uh, boot camp for the Navy. And Ooh. then I lived in Orlando, Florida for six months for a school and then moved up to South Carolina for the rest of uh, about one year for schooling to finish training. And then I spent, ooh, that's a long time. How about six Six years in Great Kings Bay, Georgia, on the submarines. Submarines? Yeah. yeah I'm impressed. Said, I, I, said, I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm impressed. They didn't trust. They didn't trust me with the airplanes. So. <laughs> <in the submarine>. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them what you finished out the, the hmm? Navy or so. Okay. Okay. Everything. No. Okay. okay so after Kings Bay. Then I went back to uh, Charleston, South Carolina for uh, to teach at the nuclear school there for the Navy. And then I went to my last submarine in Norfolk, Virginia. Um, and then uh, 
2012, I uh, retired out of the Navy. After that, I went back to school to finally finish my degree and moved up to, well, moved up to uh, Harrisburg, South Carolina to work at the Three Mile Island nuclear power plant. And then I stayed there for two years and then I spent... Really long. Yeah. Well, so after that, then uh, we moved up here so I could work at the um, Ganae nuclear power station here in uh, New York, upstate New York, near Rochester. And that's where we are still. So basically, the submarine is, is it Red October? It's the <laughs> same, or is it, same. Or is same it the one that in crimson, in crimson Tide? Crimson Tide. It's the same, <laughs> same submarine as Crimson Tide. Wow. <laughs> all right. All right. But but nothing happens like in that movie. It's totally off. Basically, you're say, saying to me that Crimson Tide isn't real. I mean, it, it, it that that's not how it goes. No. <laughs> <laughs> every every patrol we used to watch that movie, and we everybody who's watching the movie points out everything that's wrong. And that's wrong with the it. entire movie. <laughs> all right. So, um, moving on. With with Kevin's background, after after he joined the Navy, got married, had kids, got divorced, and then that's when he met our co-host, which is the start of his misery. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mark. I didn't say it. <laughs> to start it off, how did you guys meet? How did we meet? Well, we met on uh, eHarmony. Yeah, because I... I think uh, it was when just before I started uh, back to finish my engineering degree after the Navy, and I had I went on a couple dates with uh-huh. uh, like younger women from right. the Virginia Beach area, but it wasn't it was nothing like how I remember dating. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because I'm a lot older, um, but. So I decided to try eHarmony because, you know, you see all the commercials and all that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I did that. And then, um, you know, you go through, I think you can see pictures in a part of the profile and you can say, you can, I could choose to send a message. I think it was a message, right? I think it like started a, with questions. Oh, questionnaire. You send a yeah. questionnaire. And then some of them respond, some of them don't. And, you know, it's like hit or miss. It's kind of like trying to get to know uh, a little about the person. And you're, um, I think in the beginning, they're general questions. But then later on, you can, like, I guess, narrow it down to certain subjects or whatever. And Bell was one of them that responded. And um, I wasn't like, Casting a big net around the whole entire world, but right. she responded, and when we went back and forth, I, I I enjoyed her answers because they weren't short. They were it actually had like a what do you call meat to the conversation. Yeah, I, I was uh, the one editing those. Oh, that's <laughs> why. <kidding>. Okay. <laughs> good you, one. you did you did really good. Thank you, best friend. <laughs> Oh, so so he knew exactly what I wanted to hear. <laughs> He's a guy. Yeah. You should have married me, pare. I know, right? <laughs> but you weren't you weren't very up forward with yourself. I know, I know. 
isn't E Harmony the one in um what movie was this? Uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Um, oh, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it's it's yeah. the same app, right? Uh-uh. Yeah, it's basically it's not something that you can just open an account. You have to go through tons of questions. I think it's to see like to psych if you're like a Mm-hmm. Match a good candidate or, yeah. or someone or not or the maybe app, you're crazy the app did good no they didn't the app it. did good <laughs> it got through it so. <laughs> so basically I'm just giving you I'm just gonna enumerate some qualities of a Filipina we're gonna see if all these things that I'm going to say in in the qualities that in general is they say it's a Filipina a Filipina what well we researched is caring God-fearing, more feminine, romantic, mm-hmm. uh, frugal, good cook, uh, hardworking, cheerful, loyal. So in these traits, is there some of the traits that attracted you to Belle or there are other traits that attracted you to her that I haven't mentioned? Uh, well, a bunch of them. Well, all of them pretty much describe Belle. Uh, I know, I know. Not all Filipinos, like just in general, not all Filipino people can cook. I right. Know a bunch of them that cannot. <laughs> sure, I I cannot. But I got lucky. <laughs> I got lucky because Bell can cook. <laughs> true. True. Um. Uh. Also, like, uh, God fearing. Not so much God fearing, but um, believes in God. I know. I right. know. Growing up in Hawaii, um, I grew up with a large my extended family were almost all Visayan and uh Ilocano. Oh really? So yeah the the area that we lived on the big island in Hawaii there's a lot of uh Portuguese, a lot of um Visayan and Ilocano people. And so we grew up in a well my brothers and I we grew up in a family atmosphere that's very much Filipino. Because, like, uh, what's a good example? We went to church. Um, it it was always a any type of family get together. God was always one of the focus parts mm-hmm. of the whether it's a celebration or if uh, like a funeral where we're remembering. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the last the last funeral I went to was it my cousin's grandfather we we call we call them tatai that's all i knew him by i remember as a little kid that the one thing that we were afraid of was him because we were kids and we did a lot of not so smart things and he for an old man that was in his 90s he was really fast with his belt. Wow. <laughs> wow. So I know that's what I remember him as simply because I, I didn't, I never spent a lot of time at that house. I spent a lot of time at my, um, my cousin's grandmother's house. That's a different, just right up the street, but they lived really close. Also, every single party, we always killed one or two pigs. Right. Um, there was an old, Filipino man up the road that would always show up somehow at the right time and just to stab the knife right into the neck, into the heart, <laughs> gather up all the blood, 
mix the vinegar inside and he's like stirring it with his finger tasting it and just from that one or two pigs then we make dinuguan we made hawaiian style kalua pork and all kinds of food the foods that we had were all either hawaiian or filipino or portuguese it was just that was normal so pare growing up you're familiar with the filipino culture did you have filipino friends yeah of course it, it was it's almost impossible in hawaii right to grow up and not have any filipino friends i mean other other culture other cultures also but i think besides hawaiian and maybe Japanese, I think the Filipinos are one of the bigger ethnicities yeah. in the state. Basically, Filipinos are everywhere. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, the Filipinos, they came, they migrated when uh, we used to have uh, sugarcane fields and pineapple fields. And mm -hmm. they were the ones along with the Japanese and Portuguese that worked the field. So it's ingrained into the culture of Hawaii. I mean, not just Filipino, but... Filipino has a big, big, big influence. Big part of it, right? Oh yeah. I mean, we even had the the town that um, I went to uh, middle school for a lot of a lot of the part of middle school. My cousin's grandmother was the president of the Bisayan Women's Cultural Heritage Club or something like that, and they would always do shows and they dress up like uh, what's her name, Imelda. Imelda Marcos. Imelda Marcos. Oh, with the big, yeah, yeah, with the shoulders. Like, yeah, with the, shoulder blades. Look like airplane fins on the shoulders. Yeah. And they would do their dance. And I mean, as kids, we never really paid attention because, you know, we wanted to do our own thing. Right, right. But I mean, when the food came out, then we, were, we went back. Always. That was the important part for us. <laughs> so basically, you're familiar, you're familiar with Filipino parties and the food. And the food oh, yeah. that 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 it's overflowing and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, you always make more than exactly. you, the people you expect, and yeah. then whatever you had for dinner for the party that night is the breakfast the next morning. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, and when people go back home, you put it on a plate and have them take home a bunch for so they don't have to cook. Right. Yeah. That's true. That's true. You could just put eggs and other stuff, and that's breakfast. <laughs> yeah, rice and it look. You guys are making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tasted? Uh, well, did Bell ever cook you adobo? Mm -hmm. Yes, All the, a lot. What is yes. your favorite Filipino food then? Oh, my favorite is the nuguan. I don't know how to cook. Seriously? Yeah, you know how like some some Filipinos they cook the nuguan like in a, I I call it a dry style. Oh, right. Yeah. And then some do the wet style. I like the wet yeah. style. So you can uh -huh. take a bowl of rice and then dump it on there yeah. and all the blood goes down into it. And Yeah. Yeah. What is uh, one Filipino food that you will never eat? Never eat? Yeah. If, let's say, we would give it to you and you say, ah, uh, no, 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 no. I I'll, think I'll I try know. it. If, if I haven't tried it before, I'll try it. I think I know. Have you tried balut? Yeah. Oh yeah, I, we had bullet. We had bullet in Hawaii. Can I answer the question? Yeah, he doesn't like raw onions, so uh, I have yeah. this favorite. The um, I Shut forgot what you call eggplant. Tapos no, you grill mo, and then you put just calamansi, kamaki, and salada. And salada. That's 
that's one of the things that I love. So I made him try that because he right. loves torta talong. Yeah. So we made one, but he didn't like it because of the raw onion. Oh. Okay. Yeah, but you didn't I like mean, it. I'll I'll eat it. I won't like it, but I'll eat the raw onion. Yeah. My my brother Colin, he he's a a little less than a year younger younger than me, a year a year and a half. But he he'll take the onion and just bite into it. He loves onion. <laughs> it's it's good. I'm me not so much. It's a beef steak. I like mm-hmm. raw onions and the beef steak. I don't know if the, the Filipino bistec. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's good with raw onions on it. Mm-hmm. Moving on, Nep, you have questions for Kevin for topic two. Now that you guys met online, when did you decide to, you know, put it to the next level, your relationship? Um, I would say there was there was one day I was I was driving I was driving to class for college, and then I. I think I got a text from you. I can't remember. And then the first time I called. Oh, yeah. I was really sad. Yeah, she was really sad. And, and so I called her while I was driving down to school. And I guess she was kind of surprised that I called. It's the, it's the first time I called mm-hmm. to actually talk to her because I was, I was really worried. And then that's that's kind of when I, I knew this was something more. Uh, even though I didn't, I personally, I didn't think that you could fall in love or get, you know, to that point right. in a long distance relationship relationship. Right. And so that's when I, I figured out that I knew I had a lot deeper feelings that I wanted to admit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, it got better from there. Cause I guess from when, from that point, it's easier to open up more to someone uh, regardless of where they're from. Uh, obviously, with the Philippines, it's a lot easier because you guys all learn English yeah. in school. So, I mean, I knew that from back at home, but you you, you fell for a tactic, Pare. That's called the sub story. No, I know that now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's well here in the United here in America, we call that entrapment. <laughs> <laughs> I I friend trapped him. Yeah. Started talking. I said I wasn't interested in a relationship. I just wanted to be friends. Yeah, she just wanted to be friends and it's like reverse reverse yeah, psychology. No, because and... I found out that he was divorced and then he had kids. So I was, it kind of was intimidating for me to be in that kind of relationship. So I said, but I didn't want to let him go because he seemed like a really nice, good guy. Because I am a nice, good guy. Okay. <laughs> okay. After that, you guys decided to pursue your relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. Um, I mean, I, we. Like I said before, you once once you get past that, I wouldn't say a barrier, but a hurdle or something, mm-hmm. where you where you know that you care for the person a lot. Um, then it's a lot easier to open up and, you know, really speak, I guess, speak your heart okay. in mm-hmm. order to get mm-hmm. to know someone. Mm-hmm. Um, you talk about a lot of things that maybe you only tell your friends, um, not so much you tell your, like, your brother and sister. And yeah. yeah. It's not a, um, it's not so much 
that you're trying to get them on your side it's more just like a to, to be able to tell someone mm-hmm. and them yeah. not be judgmental yeah right towards you um they're just listening you know just being that soundboard for you and right. so um i mean i was going through i had just gotten divorced i think 2011 maybe mm-hmm. and uh i think this was was this before they left um, yeah. Yeah. So they were still. They we. Uh, my ex-wife Amy, um, her and our kids Kai and Kameli, um, they were still in the area, but because of school and a whole bunch of other stuff, then I didn't get to see them as much. Um, and once, like for those of you who have kids or have pets, if you're away from them for a long sure. period of time, then yeah, you just miss them a lot, and um, you you start. You know, feeling depressed. Yeah. I mean, that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sepunks, pare. Sepunks. Yeah. So, um, it, it was good to be able to talk to her. And, I mean, I have friends in the area, and but some things are easier to talk to when you really, you care for them more than just a friend. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, that's mm-hmm. how Belle was for me. Mm-hmm. And that's when, um, I think it was maybe a year later. That I realized that I had fallen in love with her, and I mean, this is even even though we'd never met, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it was, I think it was hard for me to admit at first, right? That to to be able to tell myself that I I'm in love with her, um, even though we had never met, and but it's it's like, uh, but but you seen her, right? You yeah, you, but <clears throat> you just haven't met personally. Personally, correct, yeah. not in person. Um, at that point, we—I mean, I talked to Ia and Ma'an, her cousin, oh, yeah, some yeah, of yeah. her family, and um, to me, to me, it sounded like I was back in Hawaii because back back at home, uh, growing up, I didn't understand neither Nisayan or Ilocano. Well, right. I knew the bad word, so I knew when I was getting yelling, yelled at. <laughs> but I didn't understand, like, a conversation. And so, I mean, no offense, but it sound, to someone who doesn't know many of the dialects in the Philippines, they all right. sound the same. And mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's why sometimes she gets mad when I say something in Ilocano and, or Nisayan, and she's like, oh, that's Ilocano. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even know. Me too. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't speak Ilocano and Bisaya. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean that's that's how. Uh, yeah, that's how that happened. Yeah. After that, it was all downhill for me. So, Kevin, mm-hmm. did you ever test Mabel when both of you are still calling? Did you test her? Test her? Yeah, because you would hear people say that. Oh, this. Filipinas, yeah, they're gold diggers or what? Oh no, she she's not like this. She's not like this kind of person. No, I mean, well, the the thing you have to, I guess, understand is that if, like, at that at that point in my life, I wasn't, I was not looking for just a girlfriend. Okay, I wanted to have a relationship with a woman, regardless of wherever they're from, but. With the idea that hopefully it'll lead to getting married or a really serious relationship, and so 
I think if you're the type of guy that's insecure and you have to test them mm-hmm. or you have doubts and you're con- constantly maybe accusing yeah. the other person of something that, I mean, regardless if they did or did not do it mm-hmm. and you're just accusing them, then you're not, you're not really, I, I want to say all in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like you're leaving this back door open just so you can escape yeah. kind of an idea. And so I don't, I don't think I ever tested her. For me, if that's your take on, I mean, if that's a person's take on a relationship to test, like you shouldn't be in a relationship in the first place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, there, there's right? many times when, um, like I think uh, one time Carl, her, her ex had come over to pick something up. You had to give what? money. <laughs> oh. <laughs> not, not Carl, her ex-boyfriend. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so not not Carl, uh, but <laughs> but he he had come over to pick something up, and she told me, and I was I think I was like okay, I mean I, at that point you have to if if you're in love with the person you have to trust them, even if they're True. thousands of miles away because if you mm-hmm. don't then, what well to me if you don't then you don't really love them, yeah. you may care you may care about them Aww. but you yeah. don't really love them. So Kevin, um, just wanted to ask, let me cut lang I just want to ask Kevin, so what was it like when you first met Mabel personally? The first time you oh, saw yeah. her in person? Yeah. Oh, it was hot. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, was it hot because you were in the Philippines? It was like it was 35C. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so hot. Yeah. It was summer. Maybe. No, it, it, it was... Uh, I was, I mean, honestly, I was nervous because we're meeting in person for the first time. I mean, we pretty much know each other's lives right. uh, and our routines. And, but when there's still, you, you have to be honest with yourself in that there's still a chance that physically you may not be compatible. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And That's so true. I was the whole time on flying over. I think the person I was sitting next to was Filipino, uh, this guy. And so I told him why I was flying over. And I think at first he thought that, oh, I was looking for uh-huh. to yeah. play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah. that's a good way to say it. <laughs> yeah. And then I told him that I really loved her. And then if, if everything goes well, then that's probably going to propose to her and stuff like that. And so we, we started, he, he warmed up. And we started talking a lot more, and I found out he's he's like from uh, Makati, and we got a little drunk, uh, <laughs> so that was a good flight. But yeah, I, I told him, I I told him the same thing that I, there's one thing I was nervous that we maybe when we are actually together we may not be uh, get along. Um, and he right. said he told me the one th- one thing. He, I mean, this is a young guy. I think he was probably in his late 20s, maybe early 30s is what I'm guessing. But he told me that, well, if you guys really love each other and you've been telling each other things about your life that are very, very personal, then he said, I'm sure it'll work out. That yeah. made me feel good. Yeah, and in Vina went, Veritas. In Vina Veritas. In Vina Veritas? Yeah, in wine, there's truth. Ah. <laughs> Whenever okay. there's alcohol, truth comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, when, when we first met outside of the um, 
Did she pick you up? Airport. Did she pick yeah. you up in, in the airport? Yeah, she picked me up. Um, but that the first hug, it uh-huh. felt so good because it, it wasn't like a short hug. It was a really long hug, and I think I picked her up, and it it felt really good to finally hold her Aww. in my arms. Kiss by hug. Mm-hmm. Kaling, <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you going to ask, Kevin? What are the traits that you like most about your wife? What I like most about her is she's she's very headstrong. I mean, this, this is something that a lot of guys probably don't like, but she's very independent and very headstrong. She's very... She's a strong woman. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I mean, when I found out that um, when we were getting getting to know each other and then she told me that she pretty much took care of her cousins while they were going to school and things, all kinds of things. And she had Chansey and she took in, uh, uh, what did you do, pet boarding? What? You took care of uh, pet foster rescue. pets. Yeah, foster yeah. pets. And all kinds of things like that. And, you know, it's, I knew that she was a very caring person, regardless of how, how, how much her cousins may have made her mad. Uh, uh-huh. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's normal with family. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I knew, I knew that she had the, you know, the, very to me, or for me growing up, the Filipino culture is about family and taking care of family. And that's what I I really learned that she really did. Um, and it's not like, uh, you know, some, I guess maybe some of the newer generation, they'll leave and not take care of, you know, things at home, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. And so that was something that, I, I really, really love. Um, we talked about the good stuff, deba. Right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. are there anything that annoys you? Are there any pet peeves about her that drives you nuts? Oh, she's very OCD. <laughs> <laughs> she's like she's like the organization freak. Really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Every, everything has its place until she decides that it needs a different place. <laughs> <laughs> and then I ask her, where was this? It's supposed to be here. It's like, I moved it over there. Well, how am I supposed to know where to put it or where to get it? Like, that's where it is. You asked the one. But <laughs> uh, well, actually, I'm very organized too, if you can see my background over here. Yeah, to me that's very organized. <laughs> that's this kind of organization. Yes, it's 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 called organized chaos, and if you mess with it, we don't know where anything is. Exactly, that's true. <laughs> when my wife goes through here and she says, "Oh, why, why is this such a mess? You should put this." Right after that, I can't find my stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, but when it's like this, I know where it is. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, you guys you will get along. <laughs> And Mark, maybe maybe you were you were right earlier. I yeah, I told you you should have married me. Exactly. 
do you guys have um uh, experience like differences in culture in uh communications both of you let's say you got an argument how do you both um kiss and make up how do you handle it well there's there's tampo whoever is listening to this and they think of marrying a filipino you need to learn about what tampo is yeah <laughs> can you elaborate for them huh okay tampo tampo is when either you did something wrong or you didn't do something and then your wife or girlfriend is super pissed off and she gives you the silent treatment exactly she won't talk to you she won't even tell you what's wrong she won't tell you what you did and you end up spending like day or two days or i heard some people spend a whole week trying to figure out what's wrong you nailed it you nailed it some guys will start bringing them i guess what flowers or candy and like offerings of peace uh just to get just to get her to say something like anything yeah that's definitely filipina i mean uh yeah (laughs) i i can relate to that Yes, that's a Filipino thing. Yeah, it's well, a Filipino thing. Well, you have to, you know, like, know us more. Right, Belle? Well, in my defense, <laughs> I oh, know here, here, come, here comes the excuses. <laughs> well, in the defense of the Filipinas, it's just that you, we know that you guys know what you did wrong. You just want us to explain it to you further no no no, no. actually okay, we, do, so, we don't we don't yeah we're for in the hu- defense of the husbands and boyfriends uh, probably 60 to 75 percent of the time we have no clue what we did wrong yeah but most because of the time, in, in our minds whatever we did that's normal yeah but a lot of times i would tell you when you're being an ass when we yeah, are i'm 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 very hard-headed yeah, he is very stubborn. Although in 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 line with that, uh, I also do that sometimes. If I if I get like annoyed and stuff with with my wife, I, I just mm-hmm. I just do the silent treatment. Really? Yeah, it's it's a Filipino thing. Me too. It's a Filipino it's, it's, thing. Um, can I explain also the reason behind? Is not to make you guys suffer. It's more like with me. Well, if you're suffering, really? it's not my problem. <laughs> It's just that, like, you know, when you're so angry and you don't want to talk to the person for the meantime, like, just let me be. I just want to be quiet. And when I'm ready, I will tell you what upsets me. That's what happens to us. Like, sometimes I'll be quiet for the meantime. And then later on, I'll tell him, like, you know, the other day you upset me about something because I had to just be quiet for the meantime. Yeah, that's that's true. But in... In my experience, not necessarily Bell, but if that is how the person is that's making tampo, mm-hmm. and me, let's say as the boyfriend, I have no clue when you want to talk again. Mm-hmm. So I just go off and I go surfing and I do nothing. That, that's correct. That's, yeah. And that's, you cannot that, that, get mad because I didn't ask you, <laughs> hey, you want to talk again? Because we don't know. <laughs> uh, well, th- that's the correct response. Uh, that's the, I mean, in, in, 
in my case, uh, if I do the tampo thing, pag nagtampo mm-hmm. naman ako, pag ginawa ko naman yun, um, my reason behind it is, uh, if I can't say anything good during that time being because I'm mad, yeah. I don't want to hurt, um, uh, like, um, what do you call that? Ayaw mo nang palalain yeah. yung sitwasyon. You don't want, you don't want, want to, want to worsen yeah. the situation. Yes, true. Mm-hmm. Or things so, to regret. Yeah, yeah. Is that regret. you might say something I that you might that. regret later on. Yeah. So I, I just keep to myself. I just keep quiet. And uh, yeah, and when I'm ready to say, oh, this what this this is why I got mad. This is why I, uh, this is the thing that happened mm-hmm. or whatever. So I that's the time that I ex- that I explained to her what I felt. Right. So that's that's what that in 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 my case that's what I do. Yeah, but I mean it's it's. I mean, like like going down the line of what I said before, I I. I don't even remember what I did wrong. And then my girlfriend at the time was making tampo and I knew that she just wanted to be left alone. Right. Like you said, regardless mm-hmm. of her reasons. So I left her alone. I didn't come around. I didn't call. I didn't. Oh, we didn't have texting back then. Yeah, I didn't call. <laughs> <laughs> That's how old I am. <laughs> but, and then I got in trouble for not. Coming Do, not at, calling coming or texting at the correct time. <laughs> so lose lose situation for me. Yeah, exactly. You don't know where where you're gonna put your place in. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's it's something that it's it's the it's a Filipino cultural thing, right? Right. So it's something that yeah, if you're gonna get into a relation, and you don't have to be married, you can get into a relationship with a person from the Philippines or then you need to learn about their culture. That's really what it is. I mean, not just Philippines, anywhere. I just want to know, Kevin, uh, of course, I've never been in a relationship with Western people. Is there a big difference in terms of uh, being upfront? Are American girls more upfront? Can you cite major differences that you noticed? Okay, so with, with American women... I think most of most of them are more bold in what their opinions are. Mm-hmm. They're more willing to just to say what they think, so more outspoken. I know some some men from other cultures they're not okay with that, and in my in that case, if you're trying to date an American woman, then you're dumb. <laughs> no, if, if you don't want a person to be that way, then you shouldn't date someone that is that way. Okay. okay. Um, gotcha. But gotcha. in general, women from, uh, in my experience, women from Asia, they're more reserved or initially. Yeah. More reserved. Right. That's true. They don't, how do you say? They don't, sometimes they won't say really what they're thinking <laughs> and they'll say what you what they think you want them to say. You have to read between the lines. Yeah. And it's, it's it's something that, like, one of the things I told Belle when we were first getting to know each other is, like, the biggest mistake that any foreigner going into the Philippines, one of the, or one of the biggest mistakes is that they go to the Philippines and they expect everything to be done the way that it's done in their country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is like the most retarded way of thinking going into any other country. That is the most retarded way of thinking. And because it's 
well, A, it's not your country, and B, if you don't like it, then go away. <laughs> but you're you're expecting everybody, well, pretty much you're expecting everybody to bow to what you think is how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, when really the world is nowhere near like that. And so, but I mean, in my case, I'm lucky because where, where I grew up is very You understand it. Yeah. I understand. I mean, not just only Filipino culture, but yeah. Japanese, Chinese, mm-hmm. Korean. I mean, mixed culture. We have we're exposed yeah. to a lot in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Okay. And going to the Philippines, like I said to Bell, it's just like being back at home in Hawaii when I was a little kid. And in the morning, the roosters are crowing, but you're still in the city, and you have people with malungai trees yeah. outside oh. their house. And yeah. during the day, they go out, pick the leaves, and they make soup. Yep. Yep. And it's it's exactly like I remember as a kid. And so when when I was in the Philippines with Belle and meeting her family, um, one of the questions they always ask is like, How do you like the Philippines? And like, oh, it's just like home. It felt like because, home. Yeah. Yeah. Because the the culture is the same. Um, I mean, obviously there's a bunch of differences, but in in overall, the culture is exactly the same. And so yeah, as a to me, I think for me, it's I'm a different case. But you take someone from like the middle of the United States, like say Kansas or something, and you drop them in the middle of the Philippines in the provinces. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, this is generalizing, but I'm pretty sure they're gonna complain about a lot of things. <laughs> they gotta get a culture shock. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, they will. And you you just have to be open to. If you're going to another country, just trying a lot of different things, a lot of new things. Do you have any more questions, Mark? Bill, want to wrap it up for us? All right. Is there any advice that you would give a foreigner who's marrying a Filipina or would like to be with a Filipina? I would say that if you want to get into a relationship with someone from the Philippines, then you have to be open to a different culture. I mean, that's non-negotiable. Um, you can't expect them to fall in love with you and then all of a sudden make them change to wherever you're from. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, that'll just... Honestly, either it'll be a very unhappy marriage for the other person, uh, regardless of where they're from, or you will get a divorce mm-hmm. and, or Amen. you break up. Amen to that. Um, you have to learn their culture. You have to be open uh, to different views. Uh, you may think that wherever you're from, you have the best government, you have the best society, you have the best culture. But when you once you go into another country, newsflash, you're not in your country anymore. Yeah. And so, doesn't it doesn't matter what what the rules are or laws in your country? You have to abide by the rules and laws of their country. And you have to always remember that you're you're a guest in their country. I mean, I was a guest in the Philippines when I was there to visit Bell. Um, and so you have to act like a guest. Uh, you may not like some of their food, mm-hmm. but if if uh, if all you can say is that everything you ate was crappy, then you didn't explore enough. You didn't, didn't experience enough. it. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I guarantee you that. Anybody going to the Philippines is going to find something really good about the food. I mean, I like it all, but mm-hmm. that's me. And the you have, they have you have to remember that 
it's a different country. And so things are done differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You may not agree with it, but that's how it's done in that country. That's how it's done in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And you have you may not agree with it, but you have to accept it that that's how it is. Yeah. Can I also chime in? One of the things that I love about Kevin is that he sometimes he would be the one to suggest like, oh, do you want to get this and put this in a bullet buy-in box? So right. Filipinos are family oriented. Exactly. Yeah, there's a saying that um, once you marry a Filipino or a Filipina, it's you're not just marrying um, <laughs> him, him or, or her. You're marrying right. the yeah. whole family. The whole family. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Well, thank you to my husband for being part of our show today. He actually volunteered himself when he found out what our topic was going to be. And he said, oh, that's easy. I can be your guest. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's our pleasure. But but yeah. but I said it in a lower voice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, in a lower voice. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody. And tune in to our next episode, right? Yeah. Yep. That's correct. Okay, bye. Bye. Before we end our show, if you haven't yet, please follow us on our Instagram and Facebook account, Tara Let's Talk Podcast, and we will post updates every week. Don't forget, every Thursday, Tara Let's Talk.